swag out them boss. Is that is that bow tie paisley? So what the Sartorial and Geek podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I'm your host, Webster Style, the man, the voice, the fragrance. Coming at you again on another podcast, and let's get right into it, shall we? So this week I have a double download for you. Uh talked to you many times about some of the podcasts that I listen to, especially during my morning walks. And one of the podcasts that I listened to and watched or watched first on YouTube with their amazing and entertaining live streams, but recently have also put the audio version uh, being available for listening via Spotify, Anchor, all those sort of places, is the Fresh and Fit podcast. Now, a few weeks, maybe months ago, I talked about Kevin Samuels and a lot of that realm of YouTube is something that I've really taken an interest in over the past year or so. Uh, One of the things I find is that there were not a lot of outlets where men could just speak their minds and relate their experiences to each other uh, with regards to life, health, Uh, fitness and and women and the fresh and fit podcast is one of the podcasts that i found through another podcast that i listened to and the two gentlemen there myron games and our fresh ceo they are are funny they speak a lot of truth and also myron is a fitness trainer so a lot of what they started as was fitness which i've gotten very much more so into my own personal fitness over the past year or so but they recently reached 100,000 followers or subscribers on YouTube. So I thought it'd be a good time just to talk about and recommend them, especially for the gentlemen out there. Ladies too, but there may be some conversations that you may not exactly uh, like or may some things you don't want to hear uh, when it comes to a man's point of view on love relationships and dating. Uh, but nonetheless, it's a highly entertaining podcast, and it's one of those podcasts that they are two very extremely hardworking gentlemen and the whole crew there. They really podcast like twice a day almost, once in the early evening and then in the night, and usually in the night they have guests, and those, those conversations can get quite wild, especially when White Claw's involved. But it's fun to watch when I'm able to and also even more fun to listen to. So if you are in that mindset, check them out, Fresh and Fit Podcast on YouTube or wherever you download podcasts. I'm pretty sure you will find something to enjoy uh, from that podcast. And you may not like everything that they hear, but it's always good to hear uh, different viewpoints to get a better more rounded view of the world and of yourself so that's my podcast download for this week my second download is another gaming download and this one is not on sale anywhere that i know of so it's not one that's on xbox live gold or uh, playstation plus or anything like that to my knowledge but it's a game that actually was one of the first games with gold that I downloaded when I got my Xbox One many, many, many moons ago, and that game is Child of Light. It is a 2014 RPG from Ubisoft, and it was developed by Ubisoft Montreal. 
the same studios that were behind the original Splinter Cell series. And it is a, a really great RPG. And let me give you a basis for the story really quickly. You're on the world of Lemuria. The Black Queen has stolen the sun, the moon, and the stars. You play as Aurora, and you must restore this once great kingdom. So, normal, standard RPG tropes. But it doesn't come across as your typical RPG. Uh, just the battle system alone, it's it's simple but complex at, at the same time. It's one of those games that I haven't finished yet, but I go back to every now and again when I want an RPG fix. And it's not this deep, heavy, spiritual, sort of metaphysical RPG as you will find with uh, some of the more robust RPGs out there, but it is a, a good RPG. It's a very uh, dynamic battle system that seems very simple on the outset, but once you get into it, there's a lot of complex and nuance that goes into it. Uh, graphically, it is not something that is going to win any sort of graphical powerhouse awards but the art style works very well for the system was for the game i should say and with that sort of style it's available on everything uh playstation systems ps4 ps5 xbox one um series s all them all the xboxes uh switch steam so i i highly recommend if you're into rpgs and you're always looking for an rpg or role-playing game that's is different and for me, I'm not a big fan of action RPGs, so I like a good turn-based system, and I like the differences or the quirks that a different developer can throw into the mix as far as a good turn-based battle system. Uh, if you're like me, definitely check out Child of Light. You can find it for, I believe it's about $14.99 no matter where you go. Um, and depending on when when you hear this or when you go to download it, uh, there may be a sale going on, so you might be able to get it to be uh, a little bit cheaper when you go to purchase it. So that's my download. Now let's get into uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode six. Now uh, the episode six just aired a few days ago, and if you haven't seen it, I'm telling you right now, there are major spoilers. Some of these spoilers are ones you probably knew were coming before um, the series even happened. However, at the end of the day, Sam Wilson is now officially Captain America. And let me say, even though I knew it was coming, I like how it was done. Uh, let me back that up. The episode itself was okay. Meaning, I expected more. I was quite surprised when I turned on Disney Plus that morning to see that the episode length was actually shorter than the one that preceded it. So right there, I got a little worried. Uh, I do think that the whole climax resolution to the Flag Smashers confrontation just it ended a bit quickly. Halfway through the episode, Flash Flag Smashers are already dispatched Carly is dead um yeah it's just one of those things I felt like there was more of a story that needed to be told there so in that regard it was a little lackluster I mean it it told the story it tied up 
everything really neatly, but I tied it up really quickly, in my opinion. Uh, you, you did get the revelation that Sharon was a power broker, which I think a lot of us kind of figured out or assumed by this point in time. Uh, I will say that I did like how John Walker got a little bit of redemption, but I really feel like he is off his rocker. Like, seriously, there is something wrong with him. And I really wish this series could have explored it more. Um, Wyatt Russell did the job playing John Walker during the course of this series. He was someone you just disliked. He is someone that you hated, especially in comparison to the image that we have of Steve Rogers as Captain America. He had no moral compass. He was... In many respects, the America that the rest of the world sees, this tyrant cloaked in its uh, words of democracy and freedom, but using his brute strength to enforce his will wherever it sees fit. And that's exactly the sort of Captain America John Walker was. So I did like that nuance to the character. I did like that total opposite of what Steve Rogers was and with that that actually gave us a reason to really embrace Sam as Captain America the one thing I will say though especially in this last episode I feel like Bucky got lost um, in the mix now he, he did or there was some resolution to his storyline uh, especially from doing the work and finally confronting a lot of what he needed to do as far as the list was concerned. But it, he, he had his moments. But the story is really Sam. It was this this final episode was Sam's story. It was Sam becoming Captain America, not just with a shiny new costume from the Wakandans, but it was more so about Sam becoming Captain America in your heart and not just your heart but that world's heart the MCU's world them seeing him as this new beacon of hope and what America stands for and I really love that part of it uh, another thing Zemo got the last laugh with uh, blowing up the remaining uh, flag smashers who were in custody uh, I didn't see that one coming because I thought that oh they would just take them to the raft and they would be you know they would get out another time and cause more mischief with someone else but nope Zemo's butler blew them bad boys right up so they're dead and gone so there are no more traces of that superhero serum, serum except through John Walker and then from there grown men cry the the evolution of Sam as a character from Captain America the Winter Soldier to now the Falcon and Winter Soldier aka Captain America and the Winter Soldier uh, is nothing short of a great lesson in how to really unpeel the layers of a character and grow that character in the process uh, we got to see a lot more of Sam but Sam had to come to a lot of realizations of his home uh, when it came to what he needed to do and what he was prepared to do. Uh, there was a reason that Steve gave him the shield. Because Steve knew that Sam was the right person. 
Sam just had to realize he was the right person. And especially with understanding Isaiah's story and also understanding, and let's be frank, being a black man in the United States and so many things were touched upon with that aspect, with that viewpoint in the series. And I mentioned it before, it wasn't done so heavy handedly, but it was done where you at least saw it. At least it wasn't heavy handed in my opinion compared to some other ways that many of those scenarios and circumstances could have been played out. But it really showed Sam's growth and acceptance of who he is in his place in this new world. And frankly, especially in his speech toward the end of the confrontation with the Flag Smashers, actually at the end of the confrontation with Flag Smashers, I teared up because it's it's something, it's it's fiction, it's the MCU, but it's that's something that real people in the real world need to hear and understand, especially our elected leaders. I feel as though they forget what it's like to be a real person, what it what sort of impacts their decisions really have on the lives of not just people in our country but people all over the world and Sam's speech after the end of that conflict really spoke to that and I I hope that people who actually have some kind of power in this world heard that because those writers they hit that on the nose but I will say this too I couldn't hear that coming from any other character other than Sam Wilson uh, Sam Wilson in my opinion is really now the moral center of the MCU even more so than Steve Rogers was Steve Rogers was this man out of time who had these old school sensibilities and moral compass which is great and awesome for the life he led after he came back but now in this post blip MCU you need somebody who understands what it's like to be marginalized Hell, Sam was blipped out of existence as well. He lost five years of his life. He lost seeing his nephews grow up. He lost out on his parents. And he is, his story is like many others in the MCU. So having him now be Captain America, he represents that side of things. In addition, the whole aspect of him being black. Him being a black man and being a symbol of the United States of America is nothing short of amazing. And just like he said, he wears the stars and stripes knowing that half the people out there is going to hate him. And there's nothing he can do about it. But he has to keep on doing I'm paraphrasing his, his uh, eloquent speech there. But it's one of those things where... He just fits in this. And, you know, I thought about my love of the fact that Sam is Captain America. And again, this is from the comics. It has happened in the comics. Going back to my rant about a black Superman a couple weeks ago. And some may say it's a bit uh, hypocritical to champion one and not champion the other. Well, Captain America is a mantle. It's a title. It is a position. That anyone can hold and have held of an MCU. Um, from Isaiah Bradley to Steve Rogers to Johnny Walker to Sam Wilson, Wilson to Bucky Barnes. Many men have been Captain America in the MCU. And I think that Captain America 
could be and should be anyone of any nationality, any race, same thing, or any sex. Because Captain America represents America. And as America being a melting pot of all races, all creeds, all religions, all sexes, all orientations, the mantle of Captain America is something that can be handed down to those that are worthy to represent the best ideals that this country has to offer. So that is very different from just replacing a white character, in my opinion, with a character of color with the same name and just, they are who they are, they're just black now. It's not the same thing, um, at least in my opinion. So I am very high on Captain America and the Winter Soldier, as I will call it from now on. And with that, and that success, we also got the announcement of a Captain America 4 being in the works from Marvel. So I'm excited. Uh, Captain America, excuse me, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a series that had many highs and many lows. Uh, I felt like it could have been better. I enjoyed it. I loved it. It wasn't great. It was good. And it's okay for things to be good. It did not have me on the edge of my seat trying to figure things out like WandaVision, but it wasn't supposed to because Cap, to me, the Falcon and Winter Soldier was about characters. And there's one thing I said before when it comes to the Captain America side of the MCU. It's not about the spectacle. It's not about the magic. It's really about the characters and friendship and family. And that's very much what the Falcon and Winter Soldier was all about. Now that's that for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We have to wait until June before we get our next Marvel series in the form of Loki, which is one I'm very excited about. But again, that's it for the Marvel side of things. Let's get into fragrance. And boy, do we have a jam-packed segment when it comes to fragrances. Now I've talked briefly about spring fragrances, and I've said before, I wear what I want when I want. So I enlisted some help from the internet to talk to you guys about some must have or at least some recommended fragrances for the spring and first up is my man Rev DC 2407 with his recommendations for the spring good afternoon this is Delano Scott uh, Reverend DC 2407 on Instagram just leaving a quick word of a couple of fragrances to recommend for the spring uh, one I would definitely go with is of course Coach for Men though it's a more of a three season fragrance it's one of your Swiss Army Knife easy reach when you just need to get a fragrance on and you want to smell good it's that type of thing with that pear bergamot in the top and your ambergris and broxen base uh, I think it's different enough from Sauvage that you won't smell like everyone else and it, it's it's flexible enough that you can take it to where to work when you're out uh, just trying to play around a little casual thing but it can also get dressed up as well and then I also recommend Guerlain Vetiver uh, Guerlain is definitely something that needs to be paid attention to it's a relaunch right now back in 2000 of what was a 1961 classic scent and it's got that citrus opening with lemon and bergamot and aroli as well as the heart of vetiver that's where it comes in 
and it drives down to the base of tobacco, which makes it a little bit different from everything else that's out there. And it's good for those moments when you want to step up your suit game and remind folks just who the man really is. But it's also good for those rainy days in the spring when you just want to chill, lounge around in a polo, read a good book, things of that nature. Anyway, that's just a couple of things that I would recommend. Pray that y'all have a blessed day. Take care. Thank you, Delano, for those recommendations. I have always been a fan of Coach for Men, but it's just one of those ones I have never pulled the trigger on. I don't know why. I just have never done it. And that Gerlon Vetiver, that sounds really up my alley. I've talked before about how much I love Vetiver fragrances and they've really come to be one of my favorite notes over the past year or so and just knowing that it has that heart of vetiver then it dries down to tobacco that definitely sounds like something i need to pick up speaking of another fragrance i need to pick up is mont blanc legend our fragrance of the week this is one of those fragrances that much like coach for men can really fit into it a lot of different slots for the springtime and is a fragrance that I have a lot of experience with and not a lot of experience with at the same time let me explain so i have featured a lot of knockoff fragrances on instagram over the past week and these knockoffs are not what i would necessarily put on the same level as those fragrances that are inspired by a fragrance for instance in my collection i have uh, London by English Laundry and unex- Unexpected Adventure. I forget the name of it. My goodness, I'm getting old. Either way, both of them are inspired by creative Adventures. So they aren't intended, in my opinion, to smell like Creed, but to give you that vibe of Creed. Now, with these knockoffs and all of these that I featured this past week were from uh, Dollar Tree and all by a company whose initials are EAD. And I forget what the EAD is, like European American Designs or something to that nature. They all are trying to be a one-to-one carbon copy of their uh, inspired by fragrance. So, in the case of Mont Blanc Legend, I have the black mountain scent which is the approximation of Mont Blanc legend and with that I also have a I believe it was a 0.5 travel size or trial size however you want to term it of Mont Blanc legend and let me tell you the travel size of Mont Blanc legend and the knockoff sound they smell pretty much identical they're definitely differences you can tell the quality of the ingredients are a lot better in the Mont Blanc legend compared to the Black Mountain but as far as a just one for one scent breakdown the knockoff does does a very good job of imitating the smell of Mont Blanc legend now what does it smell like first of all what is Mont Blanc legend so Mont Blanc legend is described as a witty earthy fresh fougere and what is a fougere scent you might ask well a fougere fougere i can't talk right today uh fougere is from the french for fern so these fragrances or this class of fragrances they're built on the base of oak moss lavender and cormorant they're usually characterized by sharp herbaceous notes and a witty scent or herbaceous notes and witty scent so in this case what's what actually makes up Mont Blanc legend? Well, you're going to have top notes of lavender and bergamot, 
middle notes of sandalwood and jasmine, and then base notes of cedarwood and oak moss. Now, one of the things about Mont Blanc Legend is that that opening of the lavender. I, I really love the calming and just what lavender does to your senses is one of the reasons why I love and have such high regard for uh, signature pro home by Zahara that lavender and the opening note it just really sets the tone right and in Mont Blanc legend you have that calmingness of the lavender but you also have that uh, excitedness of the citrus from the bergamot so you have calming and excitedness all at the same time when you spray and then you break it down to that mid layer with the sandalwood and the jasmine so you get that spice but also the woodiness of that sandalwood uh, jasmine's not really spicy but you know what i'm saying and that base with the cedarwood and the oak moss again you get more of the woodiness but also that earthiness of the oak moss and it's one of those fragrances that i am surprised that i haven't picked up a full bottle after all these years uh that 0.5 ounce bottle it still has something in it which i'm surprised as much as i uh, tend to dab as a dab bottle so comes out all over my skin and everything and with that is one of those ones where you would not feel awkward over spraying it is not one that's going to overpower it is not one to that's going to have like a projection across the room either with its freshness as well is one of those ones where it's going to be very pleasing to those around you even if you overspray and i really in my opinion attribute a lot of that to the lavender um, in that opening note so Mont Blanc Legend is not going to be an expensive fragrance to find either you're definitely going to find bottles in the 30 to 50 dollar range online and in your um, discount box stores like Marshalls and TJ Maxx and so on and so forth so if you're looking for either looking for that one spring fragrance or you're looking to start a collection of fragrances but specifically for the spring I would definitely recommend you picking up Mont Blanc Legend by of course Mont Blanc and that has been another episode in the can thank you for joining us and this has been the sartorial and geek podcast by webster style where we talk about bow ties comic books and everything in between i have been your host webster style i want to thank delano scott very much for stopping through and giving his recommendations feel free to follow him on instagram at rev dc 2407 link will be in the show notes and this looks like it's going to be uh, the first of many special guests on the podcast talking about spring scents that you should definitely check out if not pick up and hopefully we will turn that into a nice series in the summer as well feel free to drop us an email at info at websterstylemagazine.com leave us any comments criticisms questions if you want to be on the show let me know Feel free to find us on the internet, on Twitter at Webster Style, on Instagram at Webster Style, or at Sartorio and Geek. And again, you can find all of our content at WebsterStyleMagazine.com or just simply WebsterStyle.com. Now, I thank you again for joining us, and remember, be safe out there and stay blessed. I mean, this is me right here, baby. You see this? Nah, this is... Hold on, I mean, I can change. I thought, never mind, forget it.
I'm a Jenny, Jenny, Minfinny, Muffin, Infinity. When it comes to the killing spree, aka that's an ensemble. Are you the enemy if you're not defending the presence of Millie in the vicinity without a bow tie? Okay, I might have went over the edge. Besides, I really let them clothes on them legs. Strong, we can lift him to the sky. The party's up to 12. Get we it. got a little time, hey, time, time hey, to get hey, it on. Get it and on. I'm back on the type of pussy on. And after that, take a picture with the phone of the outfit. Admit I'm choosing what we on. Now it was Tree Green Tuesday. Had to be Bowtie Thursday. Had to be. White Wednesday? Uh, I don't. Well, I know last time. Well, I wore polka dot. You didn't wear. Oh, I forget it. Million them heels killing them, but I'm sure it's a Thursday. Bow tie Thursday. Pasta cream in your heels looking sharp. Bay acting like you don't know the rules up in the workplace. Must I remind you it was till on your birthday? Don't get me wrong, I think we killed in the birthdays. And you picked the hell of fit for the church day. Let's say you picked the risk game for it. Now you got the floor filled with bras that you purchase. Pick a color scheme that can match the very corset. Under them scenes. Cause no one man should have all that styling. Take it off, clothes on the floor piling. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes. Let's see what it seems. If it is what it seems. Do it again. Not, chicks be looking thick leggings, you know what I mean? I don't know. Take a hint though, don't try to get me at a moment. No mint though, smoking hot, rocking this pen so thin. Tie hairline, looking like a skin so pimp. No lie, I'm shopping in the utensil. And stroke mental, plain dang homie. I was hoping we could walk out with that bang bang honey. See them plain James honey, them lame friends funny. We tell it bit crazy like that thing came on me. Hey, mommy, look a lady main thing with me on the scene. Fit popping like a main vein, running blood color, lips smashing with the hand, clutch money, holding back. Kinda funny, can you tell me what's the price I got the range Rover? Hang on me when we walking, looking Gucci like that thing sprayed on me. Walking with a limp like an ankle sprang on me. Yeah, I rocked the card again. She don't really want me because one man should have all that stylish. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. And no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. No one man should have all that stylish. Take it out, clothes on the floor, pass it. And no one girl. Styling. Take it off, clothes on the floor piling. No one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it off and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you wanted to? Oh, I completely read that wrong. Oh, thank you.